If you're in business, you want to make money, right? To make money, you have to sell your goods or services and you need customers to make that happen, right? Well, 2020 has seen and will see millions of SMEs revenue challenged like never before. Many of us have been stalled or torn apart. We're all trying to prioritise strategies to give us an edge, to make us more competitive and deliver growth. So now let's talk sales and specifically your sales approach. Does it include truth, trust, transparency? And if I then asked about your mindset and your sales approach, would we still be friends? Actually, maybe we should talk about your sales approach with the world's number one authority on trust-based selling. Here's a guest I prepared earlier. Joining us today is Ari Galpa, a man with a mission to stop us treating potential customers like sales targets and to whom follow-up are dirty words. Welcome, Ari. Thank you so much for an intro. Fantastic. Thank you for joining us. Pleasure. Now, the, I've, seen, I've seen you present. I've read so much of your material, which you post day after day. You have for 20 years been preaching to us, so I'm going to use that word, sure. preaching to the world about trust. Yes. About transparency, about truth, about understanding sales in a completely different way. Correct. And your timing suddenly uh. works. It worked already because uh. you are number one in the world, uh. but now more than ever, we need you. There's a gap right now. There is. There's a widening gap. It's like you've got a new religious cult forming now. There is an open space that someone needs to fill. Okay. So. Let's, let's peel this back, right? Sure. We've got SMEs who are struggling like never before. Uh -huh. We've got established ones, new ones, startup ones, etc. And some of them have done really well before and they've just gone normal. But now they've halted. Uh -huh. Now, it's, they're not just going to be able to pick up where they left off. Right. This is the difference now, right? So they have to change as well. Correct. And this is a unique time for SMEs to get the edge on big business. Yes. Because we can be more hands-on with our customers, right? So let's share with everyone, what, what is the trust, truth, transparency approach and the, the whole mindset sales approach? Sure. Well, the whole concept yep. is to have a mindset where your goal is to actually let go of the sale. Right. Where you're 100% present you, you with somebody. You say that, yep. It, 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 at first, it's a bit awkward to think about that concept because you want to make the sale but you want to build trust at the same time. Yep. The challenge with that is if someone feels that you have an agenda in your own mind that's not their agenda, they'll push back on you, put their guard up, make you chase them. So if you can adopt the concept and the mindset that we teach of letting go of your own objective for a moment, being present with someone, and building deep trust with them, they'll run towards you versus somebody else because of the way you are approaching them. So differentiation comes from the way you approach somebody, not just your offering. So do you still say you're in sales? Is that still the title or are you trying to change that concept too? Because well, like, when you hear salesman. Sure, of course. The whole idea is to remove yourself from the negative salesperson stereotype by shifting your approach and mindset and your languaging, the words that you use. And you mentioned the word follow-up there. And one thing I teach to all my clients is to never, ever again use the word follow-up because follow-up is a sales word. So right? what should we use instead? Well, you know, the typical ones are calling the check-in, right. touch base. Those are typical sales phrases. So instead, what we teach is what we call trust-based languaging. And the word we use is, I'm giving you a call to see if you have any feedback right. on our previous conversation. You're going backwards, not forwards. Okay. And that removes resistance from the process. Because when I, I zeroed in on the follow-up, I played it over in my mind, and I usually use follow-up in a negative 
Because if I write to someone or email them and say, I'm following you up on this, they haven't done something. Uh -huh. And then I thought, oh, gosh, I probably do use it with, with clients or customers as well. You know, I'm following up on our recent discussion. Maybe in my head, I'm sounding friendly and happy, but it ain't being read like that. See, we've been conditioned for years to use languaging processes yeah. that sends alarms off to your ideal clients. Yeah. And what happens is they see you as chasing them. When you're chasing somebody, like following up with them, you degrade your authority, you deposition yourself, and you dehumanize the process. So well, I've, I've heard it called a relationship mating dance. Okay. This chasing, this pursuing, that kind of whole, this is the way it's normally done, this dance of, right. you know, That's the I whole run. sales yeah. game process. Right. That is because of a lack of trust. If you are chasing somebody, that's because trust wasn't built from the beginning of the process. And my whole positioning idea is the sales loss at the beginning and not the end of the process. I think, though, you might need to come clean about something. Sure. Yeah. This isn't your idea. What's that? It's your grandmother's. <laughs> my grandmother, yes. It's your grandmother's. She gave you all of these insights. You were just smart enough to write them down and remember them. Yes. You've repackaged them. And now you're calling them yours. She was 101 years old. She passed away a few years ago, and she left me lots of insights. So definitely her, her insight has helped me. Plus my son, Toby, who has Down syndrome, I wrote a book about him. He's influenced me a lot in terms of his uh, transparency, his yeah. no hidden agenda, way he, he, how he loves people, and they yeah. love him. I took all that sort of way of living and being with people and embedded that inside of our approach. So you stole your grandmother's ideas <laughs> and your son's. Correct. And you put them all together and you said, here we go. Well, that's who I am. Well, you they're see? the best examples. Because right? that's, they're, they're authentic. And I think the world needs more authenticity, especially in the sales process. So speaking of your grandmother, sure. one of her great insights that you shared um, and is very relevant now, uh -huh. successful people are made in good times and in bad. Yes. So we can't say, oh, it's COVID. Correct. I can't build my business. My or, clients can't afford it. Yep. Um, I'm too expensive. We, we can't use excuses of external events. We have to look at what can we change in ourselves to find the opportunities. And I got that same from Richard Branson, same yeah. message from him when I met with him as well. Same idea is you have to adapt to where things are going, not hold on to your past. Did you steal any of his ideas? <laughs> no. Which one, which one of them now? We've got your grandmother, we've got your son, we've got Richard. I, this is a scandal. Okay, so the other thing I quickly want to ask you before we go backwards sure. into the old ways is where people think it's a competitive, noisy world uh. and they don't have, they don't know what to do or how to differentiate themselves. Uh. And, and you're sort of saying that's the wrong attitude, right? Well, what's happening is people, the world has become commoditized. Yep. And almost every offering, product, service appears to be the same. Yeah. And we're still saying, hey, we're different. My offer is different. I'm different. Well, that doesn't work anymore because it all looks the same from the customer yeah. point of view. So instead of trying to differentiate your offering, if you differentiate the way you approach your customer, that becomes your, what I call a category of one differentiation. And that's what we like. So drop down, there's no drop down menu of choice. It's just one category. One option. Yeah. And because be of the way you treat them pre-sale is so unique in itself. Yep. Yeah. That becomes how you differentiate because you can't win on just having a different product anymore unless you have to something totally crazily different. Now, you don't just talk about um, the mindset of the sales approach. You, you don't just teach and coach and share. You're, that's the way you go out and get business too. 
Well, we so walk the talk. That's right. Yeah. So you, whole... you haven't just retired and become a professor and written the odd book and hold mm. the odd webinar. That's how you get your business. People gravitate to our message and they use the word resonate. I resonate with your approach, Ari. I believe in trust and authenticity. Tell me more. So the message itself draws people to us and we have no hidden agenda when we talk to people. And if it's a match, it's a match. If not, it's not. We, we know when to disengage if we're not what I call a fit. Our fifth symbol differentiates us over anybody else. Because you say there's as much weight to the no as there is to the yes. Very good, yes, because most people are conditioned to chase anything that moves. To try and get that yes, and that narrows down your language and your approach. And from a kilometer away, they can tell, well, yeah. clearly they're trying to chase me for the sale. And it's over right there. So if we... Let's mention, I don't want to call it the old ways, but let's sure. mention that. It was very scripted, Correct. very pushy. Robotic. Yeah, very stressed. Yeah, robotic. Um, and I'm quoting you, formal scripts don't give you the freedom to take conversations in the direction they may naturally want to go. Traditional mindset. So it's that to and fro. And, and I have to say, I'm a little bit guilty here of messing with call centres when they ring uh -huh. because I know they use a script. So I like to try and throw in words that I know they're busily typing to uh -huh. try and find uh -huh. out, what should I be saying now? What should <laughs> I be saying? Throw them a wrench, yeah. But it's like that, isn't it? Because they don't have the ability to think outside the square and Correct. connect with me. Because they're thinking about their goal. Now, the other person, they're, not, they're not actually not listening. They're hearing. Hearing's passive. Listening requires focus and concentration. They're very different skills. So are they going to change? I mean, they're, they're employees. They're, they're doing what they're told to do. It's further up the food chain that's got to change. Large right? companies usually do not want to change. It's clunky. It's hard. Because they're running the business by the numbers only. Mm -hmm. What they don't realize is it's about how good your people are trust building, not how good at how many contacts they have. It's a different way of thinking about it. And the real opportunity is inside the conversations, not on the spreadsheet. And once you understand that difference, then you start to realize, wow, there's an opportunity here if we change our approach to connect with customers at a deeper level. Because small businesses or SMEs look at engagement. Yes. If they have 100 engaged clients uh -huh. or people on their database, something like that, uh -huh. that's better and stronger and more, more valid for them than having... 50,000 likes, whereas you have to toss that the other way because big business goes, oh, I've got 50,000 likes. And you go, how much engagement? Well, the ultimate asset at the end of the game is your relationship with your customers and clients. If you lost it all but had a relationship with your customer and clients on an ongoing basis, you'll still be okay. Interesting. Okay, so we're in COVID and some businesses have stalled. So uh -huh. they've stopped uh -huh. and they're going to have to come back. Correct. If they've had relationships with their clients, they'll recover. If they haven't, they're going to need to start again. Correct. You don't always get the chance to start again. No. And the nice thing about the approach that we teach is you don't have to have a relationship with them pre-sale to get them on board. Okay. So our whole approach is you build the relationship after the sale, not before the sale. Okay. Because we learned how to build trust with people that does not require a long-term relationship. It can be done at hello quickly by connecting at a level that no one else has before with them on the phone or live. And they may not realize that. They just their experience well, is so good. They're like, "Oh wow." Well, what happens is they say to themselves, "How does she get me so well?" He just 
They always so say that about me. Of course, because you got that thing That's about true. you, yeah. the I'm X sure. factor about you. And, and people need to sense that they are understood. That's the human condition. Yeah. When we feel understood by somebody at hello, it's over. It's, it's interesting because, as you've said, it's, it's about identifying what they actually want out of that relationship, right? The customer. What is it? What is it that they're looking for? What are you trying to solve? Well, that, there you know. There you go. Now, the goal is to focus on the problem that yep. the prospect has. Now, you can't go and fish for the problem. You have to know essentially what their problem might be in your industry that you're in. And then when I say go down the iceberg with them, yep. unpack that issue with them and connect with them and ask them the one question, is it a priority for you to solve that problem? And then? And if it's not a, pri a priority, you disengage. Right. If it's a priority, then you onboard them to a next step that we have in our process called the one call sale. So can our SMEs who uh, have stalled or have had to reinvent or pivot or switch to something new like us, we're yep. trying something new, is everybody, it's relevant for everyone to be mindful of their approach and their attitude to, to their clients, right? It's never too late to start doing the right thing. Self-reflection and self-awareness is the one thing that will change everything for people. If they understand their own yeah. behaviors they've been doing in the past and are for the first time have a mirror put in front of them to recognize that the way they're approaching people is actually turning people off by chasing them and offering your pitch too early and being too enthusiastic too early. Yeah. All these small elements like that put the wall of distrust up and you chase people. Because you can people. feel it. You sense it a yeah, mile away. Yeah, you kind of and go, oh my God. Oh. And the funny thing is no one tells you that. They just keep playing the game. You call them back. Oh, we'll let you know later. And you kind of assume that's the way a sales game is. Well, it's not. Well, if they you don't can, return your call, Correct. Right? You, don't you get know rejected. Yeah. You say, what am I doing wrong? I'm, I'm heart-centered. Yeah. I'm professional. What I've is done going everything. on I've followed here? up. Yes. I'm competent. It turns out the approach you're doing unconsciously causes them to push back on you, pull away from you, and you don't really know why until you understand what we're trying to teach. Even if you've got the right product. Doesn't matter. See, it's irrelevant. Because here's the thing we figured out. Yep. Your ideal client cares less about what your solution is. They care more about if you're the one to solve their problem or not. They're not asking themselves, oh, let me see her solution. They're asking, do I trust her enough to let her inside my world to solve my problem. I don't care how you solve it. What I care about is, do I trust you? That's a space everybody missed over the last couple of decades yeah. that we're now helping people realize that's how you create trust with people instantly. And we are gonna run out of time, in fact, very close to. One thing I wanna sure. also quote from you, it has become socially acceptable to not tell the truth to people who sell. You have to break this. How? Focus on building trust with potential clients. Correct. What you've said all the way through. Correct. Thank you for joining us. You're welcome. To everyone in YouTube land, I know you've subscribed. I hope you've subscribed. Just press the bell. To Piedmont Studio, thank you so much for making us look and sound great. To the SMEA Association, thank you. You're a legend for supporting us. If you have any comments, tips, tricks or questions, you can send them straight to me. SMEA, oops, news at smea.org.au. And of course, we are across all the socials. Thank you for joining us. Pleasure. Thank you.